We don't have to wait segment 6. Share. Free people, free others. Introduction. I'm telling you, I just have a feeling about this. Mashiach is coming now. I feel it. 24 months ago, the pandemic took over the world and these messages were coming in by the dozen. There was a feeling that Mashiach was coming. Why? Because it was so horrible. When politics started getting a bit too nasty, Geula is coming. When the market collapsed, the sign of Geula. 9-11, the Midrash said this very thing exactly. Here it is. All these statements have in common that they express a Golos perspective of Geula. This Golos perspective, which sees Geula as the solution to physical problems, while being 100% true, is only the basic and superficial level of Geula. For the last five months, we have been working on viewing our current reality from a Geula perspective. Together, we explored the Rebbe's bird's-eye view of the reality of today and the promise of tomorrow. In this final segment, we will explore Geula itself from the Geula perspective. In this view, Geula is not essentially a cure for the suffering and tribulations of Golos but rather it is the revelation of Hashem's essence within each of us, all of humanity and all of reality. It is a world view of synthesis, transcendence and essence, heralding the new age. Some 800 years ago the Rambam wrote the following about the Geula, Hilchas Malachim 124. Our Chachamim and Avim did not yearn for the era of Mashiach so that they could dominate the entire world or rule over the nations or be exalted by the nations or eat, drink, and celebrate. Rather, they longed to be free from all pressures and disturbances so that they could devote themselves to the Torah and its wisdom and thereby merit the world to come as explained in Hilchus Tshuva. With this, the Rambam emphasizes that the ideal passion and yearning for Yemei HaMashiach is not for its physical delights and gifts. Instead, we should aim to be like the Chachamim and Nevi'im and desire the Geula for the Ruchnius it enables, to study Torah. The Rebbe teaches us to look deeper for the essence of it all. The Maimer of Ve'ata Tetzaveh, which we will study in this segment, discusses several major concepts. One of these ideas that is unpacked over many oisias in the Maimer is that the true etzem is accessed when we yearn for the Geula, especially while we are experiencing good and positive circumstances. The revelation of the Neshama that came about as a result of the Yidden being forced to risk and or lose their lives for Hashem was truly immense. However, that did not reach the essence the way it does when a Yid is living in a friendly democracy, in a modern world with plenty of blessings and opportunities, both physical and spiritual, meaning the ability to serve Hashem without opposition. And nevertheless, the Yid still desperately craves Mashiach. In the following study, we will first explore aspects of several Sichas from various years, 
through which the Rebbe opened our eyes to the Geula perspective of Geula. This will help us crystallize the punchline of everything we have learned together on the Tut Alts journey, to appreciate the world we are about to walk into and to view it with Geula lenses. This awareness will cause us to scream Ad Masai, the cry comes from the deepest, most authentic place within us, because the truest part of us realizes that it is unbearable for Hashem to remain hidden from us. We cannot bear to allow the concealment to continue for even a moment longer. That scream or inner cry then propels us to action. We feel driven to actually do something about it. We feel the desperate need to bring the revelation of Mashiach now, Firstly, through each of us doing our personal avoida and whatever is in our ability to achieve. At the same time, we realize the urgent need to share the message, goal, and aspiration with everyone around us. We must take everything we have learned, crystallized, and internalized, and pay it forward. The Rebbe said numerous times that we should motivate everyone to scream, Mashiach now! Ad Masai! and to do so mitan emes, truthfully. We need to spread the message of the Geula's imminence, and of the role we all play in its arrival and revelation. The world must understand what Geula is all about, and how to bring Geula into our lives. And the world needs to scream in unison, We want Mashiach now! In short, one, see the world, yourself, and everyone around you through the lens of Geula. 2. Live your life with a Geula mindset. 3. Get others to join the bandwagon. 4. Live Geula. Beg for Geula. Bring the Geula. End of introduction. The Lesson Over the years, and particularly during the last dozen or so years of the Rebbe Sichus, the Rebbe spoke extensively and passionately on the concept of Geula, not merely as a foundation of Emunah, one of the fundamentals of Yiddishkeit, but as a genuine desire that consumes the Yid every moment of the day. Now, why would anyone choose not to want Mashiach? Is it not just common sense to beg for and desire a perfect world? It's not so simple. There is a famous tale about a farmer who comes home from Shul and tells his wife that the rabbi just said that Mashiach will come and take us all to Yerushalayim, and we no longer need to fear the Cossacks and the pogroms. The wife panics, but what will be with all our cows, goats, and chickens? The fellow dutifully returns to the rabbi to present the question. He arrives home with a huge smile. The rabbi says we have nothing to worry about. We could bring our animals and chickens with us to Yerushalayim. The wife thinks about it for a second and says, go back to the rabbi and tell him that Mashiach should take the Cossacks with him to Yerushalayim and let us stay here on our farm. While many of us don't identify with the specifics of this tale, the overarching message of the story is more relatable than many of us care to admit. In the following Sicha, delivered on the sixth night of Pesach, 5748 Tafshin Memches, the Rebbe delivered a Sicha each night of Pesach that year. The Rebbe discusses the perspective of someone who sees himself as a good American citizen and sees no reason to ask for more. It's the farmer's story with a modern interpretation. Text 1, Teras Menachem Isvaduyas, 5748, volume 3, pages 100 through 102. 
וכשאומרים לי שהגיע הזמן לשכח מהגולוס, לארזס חפץ אף חולו, ולהסכנן לאלס אגבי ענן ישמעיה, ולא טוס לארץ ישראל, ננח לשמיע בסורה זו. שכן, לא מלא להיטלטל ממקיימי, טולטולי גברה, כשטוב לי כאן, בהיוסי אזרח הארץ, מניחים לי לחייס כיהודי, ועד עזרים ומסיים בזה. כשיהודי טוען, שמכיוון שנמצא במלכוס של חסד, מרגיש את עצמי כאזרח הארץ. אומרים לי, חוקו אחס ילחם ולגר ולאזרח הארץ. גם בתור אזרח הארץ, אזרח אמריקני, שמסנהג על פי חוקי המדינה מכיוון שדינא דמחוס הדינא, הולך לגלוס אסרוצנו אמיתי, לא צייס מהגולוס, ולא ולארצנו הקדישו, וירושלים מירא קדש, כי לעמיתי של דבר, כי לעמיתי של דבר, הינך יליד ציין וירושלים, כלושן הכוסוב, זה יולד שם, איש ואיש יולד בו, היינו, שכל אחד ואחד מישראל הוא מהנילודים בציין, שנקרס ירושלים על שם יירא ועל שם שולים, ועניין זה מזבטי גם באבידוסי, שלימוס היירא, אלא שצריך לגלוס בעצמי עניין זה. One might insist that he is an Ezrach Ha'aretz, in the literal sense meaning an American citizen. And therefore, when we inform him that it is time to forget about Golos, to pack his belongings and to prepare to board Anani Shmaya, divine clouds, and fly to Eretz Yisroel, he lets out a groan at this kind of news. Why does he need the headache of relocating when he is doing just fine where he is? He is an Ezra Ha'aretz, a citizen of a country that allows him to live like a Jew and even supports and assists him in living that way. When a Yid claims that since he lives in Amalchus Shel Chesed, a country that supports Yiddishkeit, he feels that he is genuinely an Ezra Ha'aretz here. We respond with the Pasuk, Chuka Achas Yielochem Velager Ule Ezra Ha'aretz. A single law applies to you, to your convert, and to your native born citizen, Ezra Ha'aretz alike. This comes to include the Ezra Ha'aretz who feels that he is a fine American citizen, who follows American law because Dina de Machusa Dina, we must comply with the local civil laws. Our duty is to help this Ezra Ha'aretz reveal his true desire to leave Golos and to come to our holy land and to the holy city of Yerushalayim. This is because the truth is that this Yid is a Yelid Tzion V'Yerushalayim, a natural-born citizen of Tzion and Yerushalayim, as described in the Pasuk Zeh Yulad Shom, this one was born here, and Ish V'Ish Yulad Ba, this individual and that individual were born there. It is only that the individual needs to reveal this truth within himself. End of text 1. While the above Sicha addressed an individual who feels materially comfortable and secure in Golos, the following excerpt of a Fabring and held a week before Pesach in Tovshin Memhei discusses a more spiritual logic for not wanting and pleading with Hashem for the Geula and the fault that lies at the heart of such reasoning. Text 2, Teres Menachem Isvaduyas 5745, Volume 3, pages 1646 through 1647. Yeshnam Yehudim Shetayanim Shetayvlem Begolos Litzlan. ומצידם יאכל מצב הגולוס להימשך עד אלפיים שנה. דבר הכי מבהיל אפילו לחשב כן, והלך אז כמה וכמה לא ימר כן בדיבור, ואף על פי כן אין פצה פה ומצפצף. והסיבו לדבר, מפני שאלו שצריכים לצעק משיח נאו, מזבישים לעשה זה. 
ולא עד, אלא שהם בעצמם תמיהם על כך, לשם מה היא עצי כמשיח נאו. הקדוש ברוך הוא זיקה איסא ליאס במצב שביכולתי ללמד תרא, ולקיים מצווה בהידור מתוך הרחובה, וללא כל מניעס ועיכובים. ואכן, מסנאי קיים בפעל. לימד תרא, נגלה וחסידס, בס מודו ושקידה, מקיים מצווה בהידור ועסק באבדס התפילה, כהירוס רבי סיינו נשיאנו, ולא רק בזמנים מיוחדים, בשבס ויומטף, אלא אפילו אין הפושט המנחה, בימי סחל, ובמילא יש לה גם איזה עניין דאבדס הקרבונס, תפילס כנגד תמידים תקנום, באבד הרוכניס בתכלס השלימוס. ומה שאינו יאכל, ואדרבה אוסר לי להקריב קורבן בפעל, כמצווה רצי נכו, אין זו אשמוסי כלל, ואין בכיכי לשאנס עשה מצב. כי ידוע פסגם נסידרנו, ממשיך ליתן, לי מרציננו גלינו מארץ ישראל, ולי בכיכי סיינו, אנו נושוב לארץ ישראל. אבינו מלכנו הגלונו חולו, והוא יסבורך יגלנו, ובמילא. כל זמן שנמצאים בגולוס, בגלל שכך הוא רצייני של הקדוש ברוך הוא, צורך יהודי להעביר את אבי דוסי. אני נבראתי לשם משסקני בתכלס השלימוס, בכל לבובך, ובכל נפשך, ובכל מידיך, כאילו בכל מומנך, בירו חלקי באלו מחולו, וכל זה אכן אעשה בפעל. ומה שחוסר השלימוס שתהיה בגאולו, הרי אין איזה רחמון הפטרי. אמנם, אין צקמד עובד לאמרינון. אבל לאידך, ליאס מצר ודייג ומסעינן, על דובר שאיני באשמוסי, ואיני בשליטוסי, שזהו תכן הצייק המשיח נאו, מה היה תיאלס בכך, שייל ותמה? אדרבה, אם יצטער ויסמרמר על זה שעדיין ליבו הגאולו, יבלבל הדובר לאבידוס השם בשמחו וטוב לבוב. Some Yidden insist that they have it good in Golos Rachmona Litzlan. From their perspective, they would not object to the Golos being extended for another 2,000 years. That is the most shocking thought to entertain and certainly the most terrible thing to express verbally. Despite that, their statement is met without the slightest protest or objection on the part of those who hear it. The reason for the lack of objection is that those who need to scream out Mashiach now are embarrassed to do so. Not only are they ashamed, but they are personally baffled at such an expectation. What good will it do, they ask themselves, to shout Mashiach now? Their argument against doing so runs as follows. Hashem gave us the merit of living under circumstances that permit us to study Torah and perform mitzvahs behidur. We are therefore able to engage in Avedis Atfila in accordance with the directives of our Rabbeim, and not only on special occasions, such as Shabbos and Yom Tif, but even for an ordinary weekday mincha. Accordingly, we are able to offer the Karbonis in their spiritual form, for the Tfilis were established in place of the Karbonis in the most perfect way. The fact that we cannot and must not offer an actual carbon in proper fulfillment of Hashem's will is not our fault at all, for we are not in a position to change the situation. As per the famous statement of the leader of our generation, or so these individuals continue their argument, that not of our own will were we exiled from our land, and not with our own power will we return to Eretz Yisroel, It was our father and king who exiled us, and he will redeem us. As a result, they claim, as long as we find ourselves in exile, due to the fact that this is Hashem's will, we must perform our divine service. I was created only to serve my Creator in the most perfect way. This entails serving Hashem with all your heart, soul, and might, which includes with all your wealth. 
that embraces the work to bring spiritual refinement to our individual segments of the material world, etc. Not only do these people make such a claim, but they actually perform this service in reality. Now, what about the reality that our divine service will only be truly and fully complete with the coming of the Geula? Well, they argue, Ainus Rahmana Patre. One who is forced by circumstance is not held liable. True, they admit. One who is forced not to observe a mitzvah, although not liable for neglect, is nevertheless not considered to have performed it. However, they counter, what point or benefit is there in our feeling pained, anxious, and grieved over a matter that is not our fault and not under our control? For that is precisely the concept of screaming out Mashiach now. In fact, they argue, the very opposite is true. If we are pained and grieved over the Geula's delay, it will undermine our efforts to serve Hashem with joy and gladness. End of text 2. In the scenario that Rebbe paints for us, we meet an individual who is focused on their spiritual work and pleased with their spiritual accomplishments. At first glance, what can be better than that? True, he is not thinking about milk-making goats and egg-laying chickens. But it's ultimately the same argument. His life is good and productive without the Geula. What could be wrong with that? Everything. Text 3, Teres Menachem Isvaduya, Stavshin Memhei, Volume 3, pages 1647 through 1648. Yehudi Yochel Lihim Matzei a Jew might find himself living a good and elevated life from a material as well as spiritual perspective. He may study Torah, observe the mitzvahs, and be materially well off. But how can he relax and enjoy his state when the true and complete Geula has still not arrived? How is it possible for him not to be motivated to shake all the worlds with his cries and screams of Mashiach now? Yes, during Tfila and Kriyas Shema Sha'ala Mita, he needs to cry out Shema Yisrael. But at all other times, he must scream, Mashiach now! He might have all the good in the world, the good of this material world and the good of Elam Haba. But what is all that worth compared to the true and complete Geula? 
all the greatest divine revelations, even those available previously during the times of the Beis Hamikdash, reach no higher than Chitzenius Atik, the external dimensions of the higher element of Keser. So what is all that worth compared with the revelation of Pnimius Atik that will be revealed in the future era? As stated in the Pasuk, Who do I have in heaven? And I desire no one with you on earth. And as per the famous statement of the Alter Rebbe during his status of Dveikus, I desire nothing at all. I do not desire your Ganeden. I do not desire your Elam Haba. I desire nothing more than you alone. True, this episode concerns the Alter Rebbe and not a regular individual. And even then, it describes the Alter Rebbe specifically while he was in a state of Dveikus. Nevertheless, that Tzemach Tzedek revealed and recorded this in his Sefer HaMitzvahs, and our Abayim directed that it be published in printed format for the sake of reaching all future generations, so that they should all learn of this practice and apply it to their personal divine service, because at least to a minimal extent they are expected to personally adopt this approach. End of text 3. The Rebbe is pleading with us not to get lost in the slideshows. A good, godless life is worthless in comparison to the revelations of Geula. If you are searching for Elikus, then don't get sidetracked by anything less than Atmos itself. Our goal is the revelation of Pnimius Atik, in other words, Hashem's essence, at the conclusion of the famous Maimer B'yem Ashte Asar, after the Rebbe extensively discusses the need to focus on the real thing and not to get distracted by anything else, however holy and beautiful it may be. The Rebbe then brings the above quote of the Alter Rebbe and spells out its meaning in extremely clear terms. Text 4, Sefer HaMa'amori Melukateres Menachem Edition, Volume 3, page 137. ubifrat. The result of the Alter Rebbe articulating this concept, I want nothing more than you alone, and even more so as a result of the Tzemach Tzedek's act of publicizing it. The power and much more has thereby been granted to each and every Yid, and especially to those who walk in his footsteps and in his paths to adopt this approach. 
You may have many desires, including desires produced by your nefesh abahamis. Nevertheless, this power enables you to achieve that none of these desires are experienced with a complete heart. Instead, your main and most genuine desire is that the goal of Atmos, to have a dira for himself down here in this world, is achieved. This desire is similar to and even a form of the Alter Rebbe's desire for nothing but Hashem alone. Even your material desires are mainly for the sake of making materiality receptive to Elikus. Through this, you also elicit plentiful material blessings for yourself as well. As per the Alter Rebbe statement that Hashem gives Yidin Gashmias and they turn the Gashmias into Ruchmias. Accordingly, when Hashem gives the Yidin a lot of Gashmias, the Yidin turn it into a lot of Ruchmias in both quantity and quality until the point that they cause Hashem and the Yidin to be connected and united as a single entity. This is all to be accomplished with joy and gladness in these days of preparation for Pesach's Man which will also bring us the actual time of freedom, the true and complete Geula through Mashiach Tzidkenu Bekadav Mamish. End of text 4. We are able and expect to train ourselves so that our main desire, and in the context of this lesson, our main desire for Mashiach is the fulfillment of the ultimate desire and intention of Atzmus that Hashem is revealed and at home here. Now, this concept that our only desire is for Dirabit has two sides to it. One, the human perspective. We will experience the ultimate revelation of Hashem. And two, Hashem's perspective. He is finally out of the concealment of Golos. It is this second element of the Dira perspective that the Rebbe encouraged us to adopt on Lagba Eimer Tavshin Lamed Ches. In the following excerpt, the Rebbe urges us to develop compassion on the Shekhinah itself so that we want the Geula for the sake of freeing the Shekhinah from Golos. Text 5, Sichas Kedish, 57-38, volume 2, pages 336 through 337. Unsovkolsov, das ist ein Indien, was steht in Teras Emes. Als Bishah Sayyid gefindet sich in Golos, halt er die Schiene in Golos zusammen mit sich. Er halt in Golos dem Chele Kalakami Mal Mamesh. Und wie der alte Rebbe sagt in Tanja, bin ich gehe zu einer Weile. Als Afilu, wenn das ist mehr nicht wie Lefisha, ist das Kemoschel Ha'eches Bereshe Shalmelech und Meride Lamato, Vetemen Panov Betech Vechulu. Sagt man damit, as a filo eib zayn rotzen und zayn shite is, as hobe noch a zero in geld, is gor a greise zach, es werd zen mal a zay fil, und er bringt a raie, as a zay zog zayn accountant, as zay zog der bank, und as zay zog der dow on broad street, was schickt fernander die papire me die ideas am zol wissen, wer is a gvir und wer is a gresser er gvir, was der far, kenner bakumen a gresser a halvo. Das ist der Uftu, der Fun, was er ist aggressor Gwir, als er kann bekommen, aggressor Halvo. Darf er aber wissen, als durch der Ruf, halt er in Golos dem Ebischten. Was demolt ist mit seiner Menschlichkeit allein, nicht mit seiner Frumkeit. Wird er echt mehr Water sein, auf dem Geschmacken Schloff, was er hat, wenn er legt sich Schloff und er verkischen, was ist gemacht geworden von Dollars. Was der Fahrer will er schlafen? 
und als Mashiach soll ihm nicht mehr Walwal sein, von einer haben von seinen Dollars. Sagt man ihm, Habrachmanus Efenebischten. Die Schiene gefindet sich zusammen mit dir, bechol mokim, bechas du gehst in Bank, bechas du sitzt unter dem Driver und du hast ein Neuf, den Jonim Schalmabekach, gefindet sich der Ebischte zusammen mit dir, Kevjochel. Ist doch verstandig, als wenn er der Wissach, als das ist verbunden mit der Rösnamen der Ebischten von Golos, Rega Echot Kedem, ist Eber hat in sich etwas Achusch von Menschlichkeit. Wird er mir Water sein, wie sein Geschmack und Schlaf, was ihm weist sich aus, als in der Ruf besteht sein Naches Amiti, und er wird ton Kola Tolui Bei zu werden, Alebediker Id, durch Teras Chaim und mit zwei Seho, Alem Nemar Vachaibohem. However, since it is a pity for this individual to remain in his state of exile, and at the end of the day, we need to extract him from his exile among his own dollars, for he is deeply attached to his own wealth to the point that he is terrified at the prospect of the Gula. We must inform him that for every second that he remains in exile, the Shekhinah does as well. Hashem himself is found in exile alongside him due to the fact that he remains in exile. This is to be taken literally. I am not here to share a nice drush or pshetl, nor am I attempting to convince someone of something for the sake of reducing their anxiety. Rather, this is a fact, as taught in Teiras Emes. When a yid is in exile, the Shechina is held back in exile together with him. He is keeping the chelik alakam imal mamish in exile. In Tanya, the Alter Rebbe states that when someone commits a sin, although it may be a temporary lapse, then, for the duration of that lapse, the individual is compared to one who grabs a king by his head and forces it downward until he buries the king's face in, etc. We therefore tell this Yid that we understand that as per his expressed desire and life goal, he considers the addition of another zero to his impressive bank balance a major accomplishment. After all, he has multiplied his wealth by ten, and the proof of this milestone's significance is that his professional accountant declared that it is impressive, and his bank manager says the same. And the identical sentiment is expressed in Dun and Bradstreet, the entity that releases advisories to inform the public of who is wealthy and who is even wealthier, which in turn will allow him to take out a greater loan. By the way, that captures the grand accomplishment of his extensive wealth. It enables him to receive a greater loan. Nevertheless, we must explain to this Yid, he needs to be aware that with his attitude he is restraining Hashem himself in exile. In that case, out of plain decency, not necessarily out of religiosity, he should forego the sweet sleep he enjoys when he falls asleep on a pillow of dollars. It is for the sake of these dollars that he wishes to fall asleep, so that Mashiach does not come and disturb the pleasure he derives from owning so much money. We tell him, have pity for Hashem. The Shechina is with you wherever you go. When you visit your bank, when you are comfortably seated behind your chauffeur, and when you seek enjoyment in trivialities, Hashem is right there beside you. Once he understands that his behavior could release Hashem from exile a moment sooner, then if he owns the slightest sense of decency, he will forgo his sweet sleep, of which he has convinced himself that it is his true source of pleasure, and he will do everything he can to live the life of a Jew through Torah and mitzvahs, regarding which the Torah states, Vachaibohem, you will live through them. End of text 5. Here, 
The Rebbe calls on us to have pity for the Shekhinah. You might think that you do not need Mashiach, but what about Hashem, who is forced to accompany you wherever you go in Golos, no matter the kind of activity you happen to engage in? Think about Him and His need for a moment. The result is that whether we focus on ourselves to avoid becoming sidetracked by anything other than the Etzem, or if we are motivated by our compassion for the Shekhinah, we realign ourselves to be singularly focused on bringing Mashiach. In Va'ata Tetzave, the final mimer that the Rebbe distributed by hand to the Hasidim just two weeks before Chavzayin Ador, the Rebbe urges us to pine for Mashiach based on our development of the Etzem worldview, Dafke when life is good. Text 6, Sefer HaMamari Maluka, Teres Menachem Edition, Volume 3, pages 39 through 40. ובפרט כשמזבנם בזה שאמרו רז על כל מי שלי נבנה בייס המקדש ביומו ואי זה כאילו נחרב ביומו. הנה, מי זה עצמי איזרין גנצן סוטרסל, קוסיס. וגם כשהוא בדאגה ניילס בייסר, שמאיר אצלי גילי הליכוז בדוגמס הגילו שהיה בזמן הבייס. מכל מקום, מי זה שבכלל הסוילום אין מאיר הגילי מוכח, שגם הגילי שמאיר אצלי הוא גילי מוגבו. תכשמאיר גילוי אירין סוף הבלי גבול, הגילוי הוא בכל מוקים. וכשיש שני מוקים אחד, אפילו פינוני דחס, שאין מאיר שום גילוי הליכוז, הוא מפני שהגילוי, גם בהמוקים שהוא מאיר, הוא גילוי מוגבול. ומזה שאין מאיר אצלי גילוי עצמוס אירין סוף, הוא נשבר ונתקה, קוסיס. The Jewish people feel crushed by the reality that they are in Golos. Even when they have plentiful Gashmias and Ruchnias, this is because the true desire of each Yid is for the revelation of Elikus. The revelation of Elikus affects the essence of their existence. For that reason, the reality that Elikus does not shine openly during Golos as it did during the era of the Beis Amigdosh, and especially when we recall Hazal's statement, that whoever does not experience the rebuilding of the Beis Amikdosh in his lifetime is considered as having experienced its destruction during his lifetime, leaves us completely shaken in a state of kusses. An individual might have achieved the highest spiritual status, and to him Elikus is revealed in a manner similar to the revelation in the era of the Beis Amikdosh. Nevertheless, Elikus is not revealed openly throughout the rest of the world, and that demonstrates that the revelation of Elikus that he experiences is limited. For when Hashem's infinite light, Eirein Sof, is revealed, it radiates openly everywhere. If there is a single place, however remote, in which Elikus is not openly revealed, it is because the revelation, including in the place of this exalted individual, is only a limited form of revelation. Consequently, the realization that he does not experience the revelation of Atmos Eirein Sof leaves him broken and crushed. Kosis. End of text 6. It's either Geula for everyone, or it's not the ultimate and limitless Geula. In other words, if I am living Geula, but someone else is not, then neither of us are living the Geula Ho'amitis 
because Atmos is all-encompassing and when revealed it reaches everyone and everywhere without exception. Now we return to our earlier discussion in the introduction. Geula as a solution to problems and troubles is valid and true. At times it can be a motivator for a deep yearning for Mashiach, as we will see in the following Sicha, in which the Rebbe explains why Chazal informed us about the material miracles we can accept to enjoy in the era of Geula. Text 7, Lekutei Sichis, volume 37, pages 80 through 81. Chazal issued remarkable statements regarding the future era of redemption, describing wonders and miracles in material matters that will then occur. These statements were necessary, because even in the future era, not everyone will immediately reach the highest degrees of spiritual reward, and certainly not the achievement of serving Hashem entirely, altruistically, lishma, which is a service purely out of love. Rather, even in that era, there will be an entire process of climbing from one step to the next. An individual will not be born with a completely perfect knowledge and comprehension of Hashem, and will not automatically serve Hashem entirely out of love. There will therefore be a need for miracles and wonders in material matters, for the sake of encouraging further advances in Teirah and Mitzvahs. End of text 7. If... At the onset of the Geula, people will focus on material relief. Then certainly before the Geula, it is valid to want the Geula for material relief. Nevertheless, while Geula as a solution to material issues is valid and true, the Rebbe called on us, as we have seen from all the above Sikhs and many more, to train ourselves to adopt a Geula perspective of Geula. At this point, one could say, okay, I finally understand what Geula is. I see the signs all around me. I am living a life of Geula within our current reality. I'm learning about Mashiach. I view myself and my fellow Yid in a Geula perspective. I am all set for Geula. But that's not enough. You need to do something about bringing the Geula. As the Rebbe instructed us in the famous Tut al Sicha of Chav Ches Nissen, Tov Shin Nun Aleph. 5751, text 8. Sefer Shemashiach <laughs> 
Ma edi cholani lasis, kadesha kol bene Yisrael yar ishu, veyitzaku beemes, veyifalu, lahovia samashiach bepeil, la achresha kol masha nasa ad ato, loy hoyil, vehoraya, shenim tsoi madayim begolus, veed ve iker begolus pnimi binyoni avedis hashem. Hadovera yechidisha yechelani lasis, limsero inyan alechem, asu kola sherbi yecholtechem, Inyonim shehem be'efen de'eres de'tehu, avol be'kelem de'tikun, lahovi be'peil as Mashiach tzitkenu teke from miyad mamash. V'yehi rotzen, she'asof kol sof, yimotzu asorom Yisroel, she'yisakshu, she'hem mochrochim lifel eitzla kodesh boruchu, u'bevada yifalu eitzla kodesh boruchu, k'meshe kosuv, ki am k'she'erifu l'mal yusa, v'lochein v'salach t'lavineinu l'chatoseinu un'chaltonu, lahovi be'peil as ha'geulu ha'amitiz v'ashlema teke v'miyad mamash. U'kedei l'mahir u'lazarez e'dieser a'yedei ha'pu'ula shali, Eisif ve'etin l'kolachad ve'echad mikem shlichos mitzvah litin l'tzdoko, u'gdei l'tzdoko she'mekareves es'ha'geulu. ואני אס שלי אסיסי, ומכאן ולהבו תעשו אתם כל אשר ביכולתכם. ויהי רוצן, שימוצא מכם אחד, שניים, שלישה, שיתקסו עצו מהלסיס וכיצד לסיס, ועד והוא העיקר שיפעלו שתהיה הגאולו האמיתיס והשלמה, בפעל ממש, תקף ומיד ממש, ומתך שמחה וטוב לבוב. According to all that we have discussed regarding the emphasis on the Geula, specifically at the present time, we are left with the most astonishing question of all. How is it possible that after all these things, we have not brought about the coming of our righteous Mashiach in actuality? It is completely and utterly incomprehensible. There is a further point of astonishment, teniyidin, and certainly when it is many times that amount gathered together, and they do so on a date that is especially favorable for bringing the Geula, and nevertheless, they do not unleash an uproar of efforts to bring Mashiach immediately. They do not consider it unthinkable that Rahmanul Itzlan, Mashiach, might not arrive this evening, and that Mashiach may not come tomorrow either, and that our righteous Mashiach might not arrive on the day after that as well, Rahmanul Itzlan. Yes, they scream at Masai, but they do so only to comply with my directive. If only they would mean it, request it, and shout it truthfully, it is absolutely certain that Mashiach would have arrived by now. What more can I do to achieve that all Yidin genuinely agitate and scream and thereby bring about Mashiach's arrival in actuality? All that I have accomplished until now has not helped. The proof is that we are still in Golos. More importantly, it is an internal Golos regarding Avedis Hashem. The only thing I am able to do is to transfer the mission to you. Do everything you possibly can. Matters that are eres de toyu, but bekelim de tikun to bring about the immediate and literal arrival of Mashiach Tzidkenu. Yehi rotzen, that there should finally be ten yidden who will be stubbornly persistent in convincing Hashem. And they certainly succeed in persuading Hashem. For it is stated, they are a stubborn people in a positive sense. And therefore, you will forgive our sins and transgressions and take us as your portion. They will influence Hashem to bring the true and complete Geula immediately. In order to quicken and further encourage this development through an act of my own, I will again distribute Shlichas Mitzvah to each person to give to Tzedakah. And great is Tzedakah, for it hastens the Geula.
Yehiratzin, that one, two, or three of you will together devise a strategy and work out what needs to be done and how to get it done. And the main thing, to bring about the true and complete Geula immediately and in actuality. Bepeil mamish, take of mayad mamish, and with joy and gladness. End of text 8. We need to want, we need to scream sincerely, not because the Rebbe told us to, but because we truly want it. And above all, we need to do. There is just one problem. You might very well be ready, sincere, and active, but what about your family, friends, and the world at large? For this, we need to go back to the original Maimer of the Rebbe's leadership, the first Basi Lagani. In that Maimer, the Rebbe informed us about the unique nature and mission of our generation. The Rebbe explains this mission, bringing the Geula, as well as outlining the steps to achieve it, taking everyone along with us. Text 9, Sefer HaMa'amorim, Melukateres Menachem Edition, Volume 2, page 270. Und all tikra vayikra eleva yakri, vi adua, shebahalimud bimidas al tikra ste hakriois kayomis. The gamba ze, hare mefurish beterisha bixa vayikra, mikoma kim tsarich leda as eberville imzo eingin der vayikra, muzain der vayakri, darfs tu zen, as jener zol nit nor wissen, nor eich eisrufen. Hagam as biz itzt hat jener nit gewusst von garnit, aber itzt darfst du zen as erzol schreien, keil eilam, nit keil ha eilam, heinu she elikus hu inyen bifne atzme, ve eilam inyen bifne atzme, elo she elikus meishel veshelet al ha eilam, ki im she eilam ve elikus hu kulachad. This is what is demanded from each of us, to be aware that we are now in the seventh generation that our entire superiority lies in the fact that we are the seventh from the first, and that the conduct of the first was not to seek anything for himself at all, not even Mesiris Nefesh for Hashem. That was because he was aware that his entire purpose was as described in the Torah. He called there in the name of Hashem, Kel Ha'elam, God of the universe. His mission was similar to the conduct of Avram Avinu. When he came to places whose inhabitants knew nothing about Alekus, they knew nothing about Yiddishkeit, nor even the Olive Bays, he would put his personal concerns aside and perform the duty of Al Tikra Vayikra Elevayakri. Do not read it as he called, but rather he made others call out. As is known, the principle of Al-Tikra does not uproot the plain understanding of a Pasuk, but introduces a second message, so that both ways of reading the Pasuk apply. In this case, the Torah explicitly says Vayikra, he called. However, we need to realize that if we want our Vayikra to be effective, we must also engage in Vayakri inspiring others to call out to Hashem. Your duty is to not only bring awareness of Hashem to your fellow Jew, but to also inspire him to actively proclaim the truth about Hashem. True, until now this person knew nothing at all about Yiddishkeit, but they must see to it 
that he now calls out, and not only Kel Ha'elam, that Hashem is the God of the universe, meaning that Elikus and the universe are two separate entities. Although Elikus controls and rules the world, rather he must understand and proclaim, as the Pasuk states, Kel Ha'elam, literally God, universe, that the world and Elikus are entirely one. End of text 9. Knowing the truth and begging for Hashem's revelation is not enough. Calling out by yourself is not enough. We must share the message and inspire others to call out as well. The whole world must scream Elikus. More so, the only way for you to truly get it is by sharing it with others. Simply put, we must inspire the world to scream for the Geula by spreading the Rebbe's message about the imminence of Geula and the need to actively plead with Hashem for the Geula we can bring the Geula in actuality. This mission is depicted in the following fascinating excerpt of the Rebbe's Fabrengen on the night of Zion Cheshvan Tovshin Memhei. Here is the re-recorded Mitziata Deshmaya will hope that there won't be any static. I'm not sure. I still haven't tracked down what it is connected to. David Shevetalfen. Okay. Knowing the truth and begging for Hashem's revelation is not enough. Calling out by yourself is not enough. We must share the message and inspire others to call out as well. The whole world must scream Elikus. More so, the only way for you to truly get it is by sharing it with others. Simply put, we must inspire the world to scream for the Geula by spreading the Rebbe's message about the imminence of Geula and the need to actively plead with Hashem for the Geula. We can bring the Geula in actuality. This mission is depicted in the following fascinating excerpt of the Rebbe's Fabrengen on the night of Zion Cheshvan 5746-1985. Text 10, Teiras Menachem Isfaduyas 5746, Volume 1, pages 536-539. through 539. Erani Chochem Echod, Keloshen Harogil Bakamasvorim, Edis Divrei Achidozal, Pesek Biesroel, Vaad Shemavim Kamahalochis Bishmei, Misifrei, Shaila Suchuvis, Chaim Shoal, Vakayetzebaze, Ukemekein, Mevim Bishmei, Inyonim Hashayochem Lipnimius Hatera, Sedes Hatera, Besifrei Midbark Demois, Erech Kivi, Vezelishene. Omru Bialko Tehilim Remes Tovshin Lamedvov, Afilu Ein Biad Yisrael, Elo Hakivui, Kedai heim legeula bischar hakivui. Ubaze pireish ravagodl mereinu erav david. Zechreine lechayi hoile mabo matbea birchas es tzemach david avducho meheres hatzmiach. Vekarni torum bishua secho kilishuascho kivinu kol hayem. De eimrei kilishuascho eni muven. Manasin astami de imin adin niskebelei kivui. Vehein lei ma yoyel hakivui. Aval apia omur osa shapir. Vachi Pirusha, Es Tzemach David Vechulu, Vachi Teima Shein Lonus Chus, Mikomokem Tatzmiach, Kilishuas Chokivinu, Vyesh Lonu Hakivui, Ubischar Hakivui, Kedai Shetigolenu, Okemekim Atsino Techenze Besignen Mavhil, Bepirusha Radak Lenach, Pirusha Makubo Bocholt Fusis Royal, Vead, 
שבדפוס עם הראשון עם שלמי קרויס גדלויס נתפס גם פירוש הרד"ק, סייף שמואל בייז, וזה לשני. ויהי עושר השם לארץ, ותהי עושר המגפה מעל ישראל. קוביל השם צלייז דיורי ארו, ובדרש כל האלופים האלה, שנופלו בימי דוד, לנופלו אלו על ידי שלי טובו בייס המקדוש. והרי דברים קל וחמר. ומה עם אלו, שלא היו בימיהם, ולא חרב בימיהם, נופלו על שלי טובו איסי, אנו שהיו בימינו, וחרב בימינו, על אחס כמה וכמה. לפיכך הסכינו זקנים ונביאים ליטה בפיהם של ישראל ליועץ מספרלים שלושה פעמים בכל יום הושב שכינוסכו ומלכוסכו לציין וסדר אבידוסכו לירושלים ומסיים אומן כן יהי רוצין סלע ואל של פעל בוסי כפי הנראה מהשיילס והטיינס שנשמועים על דבר הכיווי, הציפייה והדרישה לגולו האמיתיס והשלם על ידי משיח צדקנו, ישנם כאלו שאינם יודעים את דברי החידו והורדק או אמורים לעיל. ולכן כדאי ונוחין שאחד יתפיס דברים אלו בייתן. ובהדגושה לי בשמי, שכן נזף לכך שישנם כאלו שבשומם שדברים אלו נאמרו על ידי פלוני, יטענו איפכם מסתברא, כי ידוע במקרים כיצא בזה ואין כאן עמוקים להעריך בזה. הרי בנידין דידן, עניין הגאולה, נגיע בייסר לאמר עשה דברים בשם אמרם, כדברי חז"ל, כל האמר דבר בשם אמרי, מביא גאולה לאלם. ולכן יש לפרסם דברים אלו בשם אמרם, הן בנגיע לדברי הרד"ק, והן בנגיע לדברי החידו, על ידי זה שיעתיקו את דבריהם אז באז ממש. נאסוף לציון המוקר חולו, כדי לזכס את אחינו בני ישראל, שספרים אלו אינם מצויים תחס יודם. ועד עניין בזה, בהקדמיימר המוסגר בהמשך ובשייכס לאומר לעיל. בין המכתובים שקיבלתי לא אחרינו, נסקבל מכתוב מאישו אחס, מפוחדס ומבהלס. מה קורה? קיבלתי מכתוב מספרס האישו במכתובו, שבסיומי דיירש כסף המכתוב, לעשייס עשר האטוקיס ולשולחון לעשר הנושים. וממשיך, שבזכות זה תקבל שכר חולו, ומכלל הן אתה שומע עליו? שאם לא תשלח עשר הטוקס אלו, אז נצייך צוזוגן מה שיקרא לו. ומסיף שתדע שכבר הויה לא ילומין, והתצויס הויו כך וכך. תכן המכתוב מולי שטויס, כסף המכתוב איני חסם אס שמי. והיא איננה יודעת מהיכן היא סיגס כסובוסו. בכל אופן, שיילסי, מכיוון שקיבלו איום כזה, האם כדאי לו לשלוח עשר הטוקס אלו כדי לוצץ מדי סופק. אוניסי לא כמובן, שתקרא את המכתוב ותסיח דייתו ממנו לגמרי. ויסיירם מזה הסבתי, כי אומר השם על דרך הגויים אל תלמדו, ומאסס השמיים אל תכוסו, כי יחטו הגויים מהמו. כלומר, אפילו כאשר מדובר אדס אסס השמיים, אין לבני ישראל מה לפחד, שכן פחד כזה הוא דרך הגויים, כי יחטו הגויים מהמו. אחר כך, השכלתי לחשיב לעצמי, אינני מכיר איזה איש שכוספו את המכתוב, וגם היא לא מכיר איזה, בסך הכל שומו את שמי, ושואלו איצא חולו. ואם כן, מהי הכוונה בכך שמאורו כזה הגיע לידיוסי, עד שתפסתי שהכוונה היא כדי לנצל עניין זה לקדושה. ובהקדומה, כל דובר ודובר שבאילום צורך יהודי לנצלי לקדושה. בנגיע לדבר איסור, צריך לשלל ולבטל את הדובר מכל וכל. אבל בנגיע לדובר הרשוס, אולוב לחפש את הדרך המתאימה כיצד לנצל דובר זה לקדושה. באיפן, דקום מסך היו לשם שמיים, שכן דובר בורר הוא שתכלס ומטורס ברי עושה באילום היא שעל יודי תהיה תיאלס בעניין הקדושה. ויסיירו מזה. 
אפילו דבר הרשוס, שהשתמשו ביד עתו, באופן בלתי רצוי, יש לחפש דרוכים כיצד ניתן לנצלי לקדושו, בהתאם לתכלס ומטרס בריוסי, אפילו אם עד עתו השתמשו בעבור עניונים שהם היפך הקדושו. דוגמא לדבר. אמרו חז"ל, לא יהוי יהוי למרוי להשתמש בזוהוב, ולא מניברו בשביל בייס המקדוש. ואף על פי כן, במשך חובוב דיירס שקודמו לעשייס המשכון חולו, השתמשו בזוהוב עבור אבידי זור. ובניגיע לענייננו, כאשר רואים בעולם שקיים מושג, ששלחים מכתב לעשר אנושים, ומבקשים מכל אחד מהם לשלח העתק הזה לעדי עשר אנושים, וכן הלאה, ובלושן המדינה צ'יין ריאקשן, יש לנצל זייס לעניין הקדושה. כדי לפרסם דבר טוב בין אחינו בני ישראל כל זמן שיש נה סופק וספק ספקה אולי יש נה מי שעדיין אין נהיה דעה אידס דבר טוב זה ובנידן דידן לפרסם דברים האמורים לעיל אידס הכיווי הציפייה והדרישה לביאס משיח צדקנו על ידי זה שכל אחד ישלח מכתוב שבו יצטט מה שכוסוף בספרים הנ"ל לאסור מישראל ולהציע לי ולבקש ממנו לשלח התק הזה לעד עשרה מישראל, וכן הלאה, באופן דהילך ומסי ועיר. ולהויר, ישנם כאלו הנקראים שפיץ חבדניקס, ובשומם דברים אלו שנאמרו ברבים, בבייס הכנסס ובבייס המדרש, יניחו אז כל ענייניהם על הצד, ויעסקו אך ורק בכסיבס מכתובים לעשורס עשורס יהודים. ולכן, הנה נחזר ומדגיש שמספיק שכל אחד יכתב לעשרה מישראל בלבד. ואם יש לי זמן פנוי, ילמד תירא. ובנגיע לכל שאר בני ישראל, מלבד האסורה שכוסף עליהם, יכתב עליהם מישהו אחר, איכות מהאסורה שכוסף עליהם, וכיצא בזה. A wise individual drew my attention to the words of the Chida, a foremost Pesach. Indeed, there are many halachis attributed to him, which are drawn from his Sefer Shailas Atshuvas Chaim Sho'al and the like. He is also quoted as an original source for several concepts of Pnimius HaTayra, the Seydis HaTayra. This particular quote was from his work Midbar Kedemus under the section of Kivi, Longing, Anticipation. Here are his words. It is stated in Yalkut Tehillim Remez 736 that even if the Yidin have no merit other than their longing anticipation for the Geula, they are worthy of experiencing the Geula as a reward for their longing. With this, the great Rav, the Chidor, Rabbi Yesuf David of saintly memory explained the wording of the Brocha, Es Tzemach David Avdecho, etc. Ki lishuascha kivinu kol hayem. Cause the descendant of David, your servant, to flourish and increase his power with your salvation. For we long for your salvation all day. At first, it seems strange to say, Ki lishu ascha, because we long. What sort of reason is that? If we have truly earned the Geula, then we will merit the Geula without longing for it. And if not, then how can longing for it help? However, according to our earlier statement, it makes perfect sense. We ask Hashem, Please cause the descendant of David to flourish and be empowered by the Geula. But if you will say that we have no merit, then cause him to flourish nevertheless, because we long for your salvation, because we have that anticipation, and the merit of our yearning is enough to earn us your Geula. 
The same concept is expressed in different and remarkable terms within the Radak's commentary on Nach, which is accepted universally among all segments of Yidden, to the extent that the early printings of Mikroi's Gedolis include Pirush Haradak, commenting on the final words of Shmuel Beis, he writes, The Pasuk states, Hashem responded to the plea for the land and the plague was halted. Targum explains that Hashem accepted the prayers of the people living in the land. The Midrash teaches that all those thousands of Yidden who fell to the plague in the days of David fell only because they did not demand a Beis HaMikdosh. This leaves us with the following Kalvachimer. If those Yidden who lived before there was ever a Beis HaMikdosh in existence and did not live subsequent to the destruction of the Beis HaMikdosh, nevertheless fell victim to a plague because they did not demand a Beis HaMikdosh, then we, who had a Beis HaMikdosh in our days and who experienced its destruction in our times, how much more so are we expected to demand a Beis HaMikdosh? For that reason, our Zekenim and Aviyam established in the text of the Amidah to plant this demand within the mouths of the Yidden, so that they should pray three times each day for Hashem to return his Shechina and kingship to Tzion and to restore his Avoida in Yerushalayim. The Radak concludes with Amen Kein Yehi Ratzain Selah. I mention all this for a very practical purpose. It seems, based on the wave of inquiries and complaints in response to my urging everyone to long and actively anticipate the true and complete Geula through Mashiach Zidkenu, that some people are unfamiliar with these statements of the Chida and Radak. Therefore, it would be highly appropriate for someone to publish these statements in a newspaper. I emphasize, however, that it should not be done in my name. Besides the fact that there are individuals who, when they hear a statement in the name of a particular person, will argue for the exact opposite approach, as has happened in several past scenarios that we will not address at this point, there is another reason. We are focused on the theme of Geula, and it is therefore all the more important to attribute the teachings to their original authors. For Chazal state that all who repeat a teaching and attribute it to its author bring Geula to the world. For that reason, we must publicize these teachings in the name of their authors, both the Radak and the Chidah through providing a highly precise quotation from their works, as well as providing the sources for these statements as a service for those Yidden who do not own copies of these books. There is something else that must be said, but first a parenthetical introduction that relates to what we have just discussed. Among the letters I received of late was a letter from a frightened and confused woman. What had happened? The lady wrote that she received a letter that concluded with a demand from its author that the recipient make ten copies of the letter and send them to ten further individuals. If the recipient complied, the offer continued, she would receive a particular reward, etc. But if the recipient failed to comply... I do not care to repeat what he said would befall her as a result. The author further advised that there were already cases of people who failed to comply and experienced specific negative results. The actual letter content was filled with nonsense. The author failed to even sign his name, and the woman has no idea how the sender acquired her address. Nevertheless, she asked me whether having received such a dire threat, it was worth her while to send a copy to ten people, so that she would be left with no doubt that the threat will not materialize. 
Naturally, I responded by directing her to tear up the letter and to forget about it completely. Furthermore, I added, that so says Hashem, you should not learn of the way of the nations and not be frightened by the signs of the heaven, for the nations are frightened by them. Yirmiyahu 10.2 In other words, even when discussing signs of the heavens, the Yidden have nothing to fear, for such apprehension is the way of the nations, for the nations are frightened by them. Afterwards, I began thinking to myself, I am not familiar with the woman who sent me this letter, nor is she familiar with me. At most, she has heard of me and decided to request advice. If so, for what purpose was this entire episode brought to my attention? I eventually understood that the purpose was to use it for Kedusha as follows. By way of preface, each and everything in this world exists so that a Yid can use it for Kedusha. Regarding something that is Osur, a Yid must reject or nullify it absolutely. However, regarding a matter of Rishus, something permissible, a Yid must search for the appropriate way to use it for Kedusha, in a manner of all of your deeds should be for the sake of Hashem. For it is absolutely certain that the purpose and goal for which it was created was to support some benefit for a matter of Kedusha. Furthermore, even if a particular entity of Rishus has been used for something undesirable until now, a Yid must search for a way to use it for Kedusha from now on, so that it can fulfill the goal and purpose for which it was created, despite the fact that until now it supported matters that are the contradiction of Kedusha. For example, Chazal state that the world was not considered fit to use gold. Why then was it created? For use in the Beis HaMiktosh. Despite that being its purpose, gold was used for materialistic goals throughout the 26 generations that preceded the building of the Mishkan. We can apply this concept to the above scenario. When we notice that there is such a concept in the world of dispatching a letter to 10 people and asking each recipient to send a copy to a further 10 people and on and on in what in this country is referred to as a chain letter, then we must use this concept for Kedusha to publicize something positive among our fellow Yidden. As long as there is a concern, however distant and remote it may be, that perhaps one Yid somewhere has not yet heard about this positive development. In our case, this means publicizing the call for yearning, actively anticipating and demanding the coming of Mashiach Sidkenu. Let each person send a letter with the quotes from the above teachings to ten Yidin, and to suggest and request that each recipient send a copy to further ten Yidin, and on and on, in a manner of continuously increasing light. It must be noted that there are some Spitz Chabadniks who will hear this call that I am making publicly in this shul and base medrash, and as a result, they will abandon everything else and occupy themselves exclusively with writing letters to untold tens of Yidin. I therefore repeat and emphasize that it is enough for each person to write to only ten Yidin. If someone does so and finds he has extra time on his hands, let him use it to study Torah. What about all the other Yidden, apart from the ten individuals to whom he sent letters? That is not his concern. Someone else will write to them, or one of the recipients of these letters will write to them, and the like. End of text 10. In today's world of advanced technology, this Hayra of the Rebbe to spread the word can be accomplished with far greater ease and speed than ever before in history. 
we can get the message of the Chidah and the Ramak and of course the Rebbe's own words regarding the Geula to every Yid in the world. We can help the world appreciate what Geula is all about and thereby develop a desire for it. We could get the world to scream, we want Mashiach now. In a sicha the Rebbe delivered seven weeks before Chavzayin Adar 1992 on the night of Gimel Shvat, the Rebbe used highly unusual words to encourage the idea of forwarding the message. At the time, this sicha caused quite a stir because the Rebbe was discussing a time in which the Rebbe's voice cannot be heard. And our mandate in such a time is to be the Rebbe's megaphone or mouthpiece. At the time, no chassid could envision that such a time would come. Text 7, Teres Menachem Isfaduyas 5752, Volume 2, pages 146 through 147. Shlach <laughs> 
ויש לימר שזה שהיה כך אצל כבד קדוש אסמדי וחומי אדמור, הרי זה על דרך מה שהיה אצל מי שבדרך כן על סביבו, מכיוון שלא נשלמה בירור לכן, הדיבור הוא בגולוס, ומי שמצד עצמי הוא למעלה מהגילוי בדיבור. והקדוש ברוך הוא לירי פייסי, אלא עושה נס שהנכי אי אין פיך יהיו דבריו נכנים. ועתיקון ומילוי הדובר בתכלס השלימוס נפעל בכיכי של בעל ההילולה על ידי הנשומס בגופים. נשומס בריאיס בגופים בריאים של דירנו, הדיר התשיעי, שבכיכנו ליפלס תפקידי של ארון אחיך יהיה נביאך, על ידי הביטוי בדיבור בפייל, באפן דאקל נשמע בייס פארי ובשפע רב, הדברי תרא והירויז וכולו, דבעל האילולה עד שדירנו זהו הדיר ביסקיים, ותקף ומיד ממש, שלח נו ביד תשלוח, שעל ידי משיח צדקנו, מסמאלי בשלימוס גיליו איריס בכלי הדיבור, כנעל סביבוב. While the Baal Ha'ilula that Rebbe Rayatz was alive in this world, he experienced physical suffering which also affected his spiritual affairs. These included that reality that during his final years he suffered from a condition similar to Meshe Rabbeinu's experience of being heavy of mouth and heavy of tongue. This affected his ability to verbally deliver Hasidus, to disseminate Teira and Yiddishkeit, and to engage in Afotzas HaMayonis Chutzah. His condition was so severe that even his doctor, who was a professor of medicine and therefore a greater expert than an ordinary doctor, asked him as a manner of expressing his protest, how is it possible that his suffering is related specifically to his ability to speak, thereby preventing him from fulfilling his mission in this world in the manner that he wishes? After all, the doctor argued, the Baal HaHilula was the one who conducted such powerful efforts to spread Teira and Yiddishkeit and to direct the Hafatzas HaMayonis Chutzah. Hashem should have provided him with the fullest capacities to achieve these goals to the maximum degree. That would necessitate allowing him to control and regulate his power of speech because Teira and Yiddishkeit are primarily disseminated through speech, through delivering ma'amari chsidis, issuing verbal directives, and the like. In fact, the reality that he was the individual who invested such mighty efforts in these areas meant that not only should his speech have encountered less obstruction and fewer impediments than the speech of ordinary people, but to the contrary, he should have been granted far greater speaking abilities than regular people. If so, his doctor protested, then why was he witnessing the precise opposite? The Rebbe's corporeal suffering affected his physical ability to speak, which in turn affected in practical reality, so to speak, his ability to verbally deliver ma'amari chasidis and the like. In the simple sense, these matters were reduced in quantity from what they should have been. It affected both his ability to express himself through speech in the form of verbalized ma'amari chassidus as well as his ability to express himself through his written words of chassidus because if there were additional ma'amorim there would be additional chazorah review of those ma'amorim as well as their handwritten records. True, we cannot question the way Hashem chooses to run His world especially when we are discussing a nasi hadar. It is not for us to say that it should have been this way and not that way. Nevertheless, Hashem established a principle by which I do not demand from them more than what is within their ability, which means that we must seek to comprehend according to the mortal intellect that is available to each Yid, something that is within their ability.
This is all the more true in our case, for we are not only discussing a question posed by the doctor's human intellect, which is baffled at witnessing the Nasi Hadir in a medical state that makes him unable to fulfill his mission in the manner that he wishes. Rather, the situation was also inappropriate from the Torah's perspective. After all, the Torah records Moshe submitting this same complaint to Hashem. Moshe argued, I am heavy of mouth and heavy of tongue. He protested, I have sealed lips. He therefore pleaded, please send instead of me the one you are destined to send. And Hashem responded to these complaints, answering immediately, I will be with your mouth. Not only that, but Hashem provided an additional solution whereby your brother Aaron will serve as a mouth for you. Through Aaron, Moshe's words would be expressed in the literal sense in actual speech. My father-in-law, the Rebbe's experience was comparable to the experience of Moshe in his own generation. As a result of the birur being incomplete, Moshe's speech was in Golos. This only relates to his speech, not himself, for Moshe himself transcends that which can be expressed verbally. Hashem did not heal Moshe, but instead made a miracle whereby I will be with your mouth, so that your words will emerge properly. The tikkun and compensation for this, in the fullest sense, was achieved with a power of the Baal HaHilula that was provided to the souls that are installed in the bodies, healthy souls in healthy bodies of our generation, the ninth generation. We have received the power to perform the role of your brother Aaron will serve as a mouth for you through using our physical speech in a manner of the voice was heard in Pare's house and to an enormous extent by repeating the Baal Ha'ilullah's words of Torah, his directives and the like until we achieve that this generation is that in which Moshe's request, please send the one you are destined to send is fulfilled immediately right now. For through Mashiach Tzidkenu, the revelation of spiritual lights through the vehicle of speech will reach its ultimate perfection. End of text 11. Later, in the same Sicha, Ois 15, the Rebbe spelled out the directive even more clearly. Text 12, Teres Menachem Isfaduyas 57-52, volume 2, page 150. I emphasize, each of you should take upon yourself to ensure that your study of the Baal HaHilula's Torah teachings will complete and compensate that which was lacking in the dissemination of Hasidus due to the impediment and obstruction of the Baal HaHilula's power of speech through verbalizing the words during your personal study and through verbally sharing Hasidus with others. End of text 12. We are the Rebbe students and his Hasidim. It is our obligation and privilege to spread the messages that the Rebbe strove to convey. This is especially true of his messages and calls regarding Geula and Mashiach, a mission that the Rebbe powerfully emphasized in the Sicha of Shaftim Tovshin Nun Aleph, text 13, Teres Menachem Isvaduyus, 5751, volume 4, pages 201 through 202. From 
בהסם, מידו כנגד מידו למצב הגאולה. לפרסם אצל עצמי ואצל כל אלו שאפשר להגיע עליהם, שצריכים לקבל על עצמם ולקחס על עצמם ביסר חזק, אס ההירויס והעצס דשפטך ויועציך שבדירנו מן מלכי רבונן, בכלל, ובפרט נשיא דירנו, הבא בהמשך לרבי סיני נשיאנו שלפונוב, שפט דירנו ויועץ דירנו ונובי דירנו. ישנו האירוע כנ"ל שצריכים לפרסם לכל אנשי הדור שזכינו שהקדוש ברוך הוא בוחר ומינו בעל בחירו שמצד עצמי הוא שולה בערך נילה מאנשי הדור שיהיה השפטך וייעצך ונביא הדור שיירא הירויז וייתן עצס בנגיע לעבירס כל בני ישראל וכל האנשים דדר זה בכל ענייני תירו ומצווס ובנגיע לחיי והנהוגס הימים הכלוליס גם בכל דרכיך דאיו וכל מעשיך יהיו לשם שמיים עד הנבואה האיקריס, הנבואה של האלתר לגאולה ותקף ומיד ממש הנה זה משיח בו. Here is the instruction for each of us now on this Shabbos Pasha Shoftim, a lesson that applies to our generation and has recently gained critical importance in these final moments of Golos. For our Aveda must correspond, midah keneged, midah to the matzav of Geula. We must publicize to ourselves and to whoever it is possible to reach the need to accept and take upon ourselves more powerfully the directives and suggestions of this generation. generations, judges, and mentors, which in a general sense refers to the Rabbonim, who are kings, Rabbonon, but most specifically refers to Nasi Deirenu, who comes as the continuity of Rabbi Seinu Nesiyenu who preceded him. He is a Shefet Hadar, the judge of our generation. He is Yoyetz Hadar, the mentor of our generation. And he is Novi Hadar, the prophet of our generation. We have a directive, as mentioned earlier, to publicize to all the people of this generation. that we have merited, that Hashem has chosen and appointed a Baal Bechira human with free choice who is nevertheless personally infinitely greater than the people of his generation to serve as the Shefet and Yoyetz and Novi of his generation to deliver directives and provide advice regarding the Avedo of the Jewish people and of all the people of this generation regarding all matters of Torah and Mitzvahs and regarding their general living and conduct of daily life including in all your ways know him and all your deeds should be for the sake of Hashem and to deliver the ultimate Nevoah the prophecy of la'alter l'geula immediately to the redemption and immediately right now that hinei zeh Mashiach bo look Mashiach is coming end of text 13 let's get the message out it's time let us now study together the last mimer that the Rebbe gave us which holds so many incredible ideas including the idea that we have explored together to yearn for Mashiach for the real deal and to cry out for the Geula not only from pain but even when things are fine spiritually and physically until each of us cries out I want Atzmus I want the revelation of Hashem himself I want nothing other than you alone.